All right. Issa Rodriguez back on the show. Hello. Anybody out there who might not know, uh, it's my girlfriend, partner, fellow tech YouTuber, or in your case, tech lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Which is why it's a good thing for you to be on for this particular episode. But before we get to that, just want to get a little bit of housekeeping done. Uh, those of you who are avid listeners of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast, what I try to call nowadays the Pocket Now Podcast, uh, rather than the weekly part, uh, the thing is, things are going to be changing a little bit. I know that there have been a lot of changes uh, with Pocket Now in general ever since I came on. Exciting uh, times ahead. Indeed. Uh, I want to try to make it a little bit, not necessarily more bite-sized, but just something a little bit more digestible for the YouTube audience. It'll still be an audio podcast. So you actually, those of you who love listening to the audio version of the podcast will get two episodes a week or I'm not too sure how often it's going to be honestly every week you're going to get this new show and then whenever applicable we're going to have these conversations uh, typically around specific devices releases or just anything that we want to talk about Uh, so you get the show that's YouTube then you get the show as an audio podcast and then you get another audio podcast which is the discussion podcast like what you're hearing right now so uh, I don't I'm not sure if that really came across very well but you'll just see it happen They'll you'll pretty much happen. yeah you'll pretty much just see it happen so uh this one uh, if you notice not going to be on youtube this is going to be a straight audio podcast for this week but next week you can look forward to something brand new uh but don't worry discussions are not really going away mm-hmm. um <laughs> if you hear a little bit of noise in the background um we do have uh we we it's, it's a little bit late at the end of the it week it is a little bit late um and we are drinking <laughs> a little bit <laughs> it's a sunday night yeah it's a sunday <laughs> night uh i i mean this is not really the tech and tea podcast where i would usually call out what we're drinking but i just mm-hmm. want to give a shout out the the Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, we just discovered this. It's pretty good. Huh? Mm. I've known about it. But we just tasted but it. But we just finally tasted it. Yeah, it's finally it's showing good. up in more places. Yeah, yeah. Anyone out there that has a Bevmo nearby, definitely give it a try. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to, you know me, I got to keep it California for you, babe. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're drinking California honey mm-hmm. by the Pizza Port Brewing Company. Yeah, Pizza Port's down in Carlsbad. A little closer to San Diego, yeah. which... Which is where Jaime and myself were mm-hmm. not, and you were there as well. Yes. We were there in San Diego. Hey, forget about me. <laughs> well, I just wanted to connect it to the show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm trying to connect it to the podcast. Um, so we were all there in San Diego, in Coronado in particular. Yeah. Uh, so keeping it pretty local. Speaking of keeping it local, there was an event that happened this past week. Mm-hmm. A big one. Everyone's. <laughs> I don't want to sound too Buzzfeed like with this, but everyone's talking about. No, but that. it's true. It's true. It's a big deal. Yeah. So. Motorola finally came out with what everyone, uh, again, I'm using the generalization, what a lot of people were looking forward to, which is their version of a foldable. Especially me, like most definitely me. This is something that I've wanted ever since they announced that screens could fold. Yes. So before we get to the reasons why the Moto Razr... No 2019, no 2020. Technically, it's going to be out in January 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no designation for it. It is just now the Moto Razor. Mm-hmm. So uh, whether or not it's going to be confusing, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean. But um, it is the Moto Razor. And since we're hearkening back to the original Razor, and obviously nostalgia is at an all-time high with this phone, did you ever have one of the original Moto Razors as your phone? So this is funny story. I didn't. But it was my dream phone. So like two of my... Was it available in the Philippines? Yes. So two of my best girlfriends had the pink one. Mm. And so I wanted that. But then since I needed to be different, I wanted the orange one. But at the time, I remember I was on the Sony Ericsson P2. 
90 if i'm not mistaken okay it was um it was the old smartphone enclosed in quotation marks the it had <laughs> a touch the... screen and then it oh. had the the screen pad that you could attach mm-hmm. so it it basically transformed from a touch screen to a screen pad it was pretty thick um i actually don't remember that one. Oh, let me show you a story a story uh, a photo um but yeah it, it was pretty interesting um i didn't even end up with a Moto Razor. So this was why, I mean, aside from the fact that I was so excited over the form factor, this was why I was excited over this particular phone. Yeah. I yeah. My family went from the old... Actually, we have a long history of Motorola. Mm-hmm. Um, we started off with the StarTac. Mm-hmm. If anybody remembers the StarTac, it's the one where the cover... Oh, man. So, okay. Issa's showing me the, the P900. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that you were close. I, yeah, yeah. yeah one number off. One zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, I vaguely remember that. I don't know anybody that had it. Oh, my gosh. I had this. I love this phone. So, for those of you who are listening, that's a Sony Ericsson P900. It had a stylus. It had a touchscreen. It had, like... Um, what do you call this physical a physical keyboard that yeah. you could take out actually you could remove the whole thing like screw it off so it could be a whole touch screen phone but yeah it was it was an awesome device it looks like it comes with a stylus too. it does it does yeah. um but yeah so while you were rocking that phone <laughs> uh as 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 the mobile phone craze started to become a thing as as, as the idea of a mobile device mm-hmm. became a thing one sec I'm going to have to cut that out. Um, <laughs> see, this is what the Tech and Tea podcast would sound like. Anyway, yeah. back when you were using that particular device and mobile devices were becoming more of a thing across the world, mm-hmm. my family, we started off with the old StarTax, which which would be, you could what technically... Is what is it? Go ahead and look that up. Star TAC. Um, it was it was a Motorola device, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah, a mo- yeah. It is a, it's a vintage phone where the battery for it was actually on the cover. It was a flip phone. So the mm-hmm. flip phone's obviously a thing. Um, shortly after that, Moto Razor with the slim, silver, yes. skinny one. But that's not the one that I remember fondly. The one I remember is the V3 after that, where it was the sleek, yeah, the sleeker flatter, ones. Yeah. black one that had a screen but, on the front or screen screen on the cover that you can still yeah, see. Yeah, and those happening. had the pink and the the orange special edition. Yes, if I remember, yeah. So, I mean... So I loved that phone. V3 was so fun. And it also... Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I... And then again, I can't say correct me if I'm wrong because there's no comment section on an audio version of a podcast. Yeah. But okay, tweet us at Pocketnow or at JVTechT or at CISA said. Uh-huh. Um, the Moto V3, true or false for you, was the phone that ended up teaching you to not wear a watch. Because you can you can take that phone out and the cover on the the, the little screen on the cover showed the time at all times. Mm. You know, and mm. this phone these phones lasted forever. Uh, at least a couple of days and then you just yeah. you just kind of like pop it out of your pocket and then you just look at it and you got the time no need so, for a watch anymore i don't think i'd be able to agree with that because one i never had the phone which is why <laughs> i i, so I am seriously had heartbroken about that part of my life um but, but yeah how I'd about imagine. the sensation of a flip phone so okay thought Going back to flip phones, I mean, we were at IFA this year, and I was freaking out over the Nokia 2720. Mm-hmm. And that was not even a smartphone, but I really like the flip sensation. I don't know anyone in this world who can t- who will say that they don't enjoy the sensation of that flip. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's so very never, satisfying. So what was a flip phone that you had growing up? 
Oh, I had a lot. I had like a really cheap um what was it? I don't know. It just came. It came with like a really cheap plan. It was like this small. Mm-hmm. I had some random. I don't know. Unnamed. Whatever. Okay. And then I mean the the Sony Ericsson flips too, but it's it's a yeah, different I never had flip. The flips. Yeah. It, it's a different type of flip. But yeah. you know, so around the time of the V3, this was when phones were starting to become more specialized in what they offered, mm-hmm. and it was a way to differentiate them. So so many different phones had so many different form factors. Yeah. So. The Moto V3 was actually fairly short-lived for me because we had it and it was good. It was on AT&T. It was just a way for us to communicate with one another. And then media phones became a thing. Ah. So Sony Ericsson came out with like the Walkman phones and I just started sliding because I had the W850. Which was a W850. Oh, it was a beautiful, just all white phone. (laughs) So for Um, those of you who are listening, like... Um, search with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am Googling these phones as we talk. I know. I picked the perfect time to go for a fully <laughs> audio podcast. What was it? W850. 850. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, such a beautiful phone. Oh, fuck. I get you. Yes. Okay. Mine okay. was all white. Mm-hmm. And on the screen, before you even slide it up, there's this very thin orange bar that you press and no matter where you were on the phone it went uh-huh. straight to a music application so it's available online for a hundred dollars <laughs> yeah i still have mine somewhere um i still have mine somewhere but yeah that was when phones started getting more specialized mm-hmm. but back then phones were also kind of radical in the sense that things kept changing you had yeah. lg chocolate you had bar phones you had uh phones with with full keyboards qwerty keyboards yeah. sidekicks and then eventually blackberries yes okay. and that was that was the advent I guess you could say that's that, that was, was I think the main switch like when yeah. people saw that you can do like more, more. BBM yeah like on email. one network email on yeah. a phone because I did have again the P900 and that was a smartphone technically mm-hmm. but it never really caught on so even if I had these smart features it's not like I could be like oh let me email on my phone yeah it was yeah. still pretty it hard really it was still cumbersome yeah it mm-hmm. was a, it was still a natural I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a pretty powerful phone at that time. But remember, at the same time, there were no apps. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can go to an app store and be like, yeah, whatever apps. Right? Yeah, a whole lot of development had to go into mm-hmm. actually making an email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way to email on these phones. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and this is the reason why I wanted to paint this word picture is because back in the days of the original Razer, mm-hmm. the reason why that phone felt so awesome and cool was because it was during a time when phones themselves were trying to be different. It yes. was There was experimentation happening. Yes. And look at us. Here we are again. Yeah. <laughs> Another era, this time in the smartphone era, where phones are starting to get radical again. Yes. So FYI, um, the reason why I was so in love with these phones, aside from the fact that they were pink, uh, I used to be that person who would wear neck, what do you call it, lanyards, mm-hmm. and put my phone on the lanyard. Oh. So like big phones. So the the P nine hundred was actually a pretty big phone, but I insisted I wanted it on my neck, and the the razor was actually a very doable phone on your neck oh, because yeah. it was small. It was it flips onto a normal size, so it, it was. I really just So you have it. a lot of, oh, well, you wanted it, but like, so your nostalgia is based upon just the form factor in general, right? Not necessarily no, razors no, not or necessarily. brands. It's, so I'm, so legitly when someone tells me that it's, when I say that I want the razor, it comes from a deep, um, what is it? Want. Unfulfilled want yeah. for that very thing. Well, now it is a reality. So 
we're going to go ahead and get into the talk of the Moto Razor, mm-hmm. the smartphone one. Gosh, there's got to be a better way of saying it. Because still, when someone says Moto Razor, I think of that black one still. That sleek black one from AT&T. This but one's that's on good for- branding for you. Fair, but it makes me want the old one, not necessarily this one yet. The, the transition hasn't fully happened yet, uh-huh. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll, it'll be more real when it's when out it's finally in the wild, out. Yeah. You know? But we have a lot of reactions to the actual phone itself. But before yeah. we get into that, I just wanted to paint that word picture of just how awesome the smartphone world is. And it kind of mirrors when the Moto came out back in the day. Uh, so before we get into the discussion about the phone itself, we're going to go ahead and get into our first quick break. Today's show is sponsored by Caseta Smart Lighting Control from Lutron, pioneers in smart home technology. A lot of people think you need smart bulbs to get smart lighting, but there is a smarter way. Caseta Smart Dimmers and Switches replace the switch in your wall so that all the lights controlled by that switch will act smart. There are a lot of places in your home where one switch controls multiple bulbs, ceiling lights, chandeliers, bathrooms, and more. With Caseta, you'll save money by replacing the switches instead of replacing all of those bulbs. Smart bulbs are only smart while the switch is on. If someone flips it off, you can say goodbye to smart control and connectivity. That's actually very true for the living room, the front portion of my house where there are a lot of lamps now on a particular switch made by Caseta. Uh, it makes it really easy to just hit one button and everything turns on and then we can use the uh, Android app in particular in order to schedule those lights to come on at certain times. What they call the smart away feature. So you can get smart lighting like this the smart way with Caseta by Lutron Smart Switches. Learn more about Caseta at lutron.com weekly. That's lutron.com weekly. All right, let's get into it. Uh, the Moto Razor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just let you talk because <laughs> you have so <laughs> no, much to say so- about this. Like, okay, folding folding phone, POLED screen at 6.2 inches. Uh-huh. It is not a. It is not even full HD plus. It's mm-hmm. HD plus, 21 by nine yes. aspect ratio. Um, some crazy number for the long edge, yes. and then just over 720p for the short edge. Um, it still has the chin on the bottom, mm-hmm. uh, but that like chin... the original one. Yes, and that chin on the bottom has a fingerprint reader. Yes. Um, now, there's a hinge mechanism on there that allows for the... Um, that allows for the POLED screen not necessarily to have to fold and crease. Yeah, but it sort of like allows it to like roll up a little bit on that side. So exactly. Can... But when it's folded down, it uh-huh. feels flush yeah. because there's just enough space yeah. for that. I'm trying to think of some other stuff, but let's start with that so, design. Uh, yeah. So, I oh, mean, and there's a screen on the no, cover. Yeah. Just like with the original, it's a touchscreen. It allows you to do yeah. stuff. I want to start with the design because that's where yeah. Logibur... So more than anything, um, it's the form factor that makes me want this. That's phone. why I want to start with it. Um, th- how do I explain this? Let's start with women generally have smaller hands, bags, and pockets. Let me see. I mean, no, for sure. Hand. Yeah. Yeah, smaller. No, than... for sure. Like <laughs> you can ask any woman like the reason why they're dealing with their phones is because like you know it's what's out there you know it's bigger sure but if a lot of women still prefer something that would probably fit their pockets or their hands better Mm -hmm. i tell you now like navigating on a pro phone or one of those bigger devices is a chore for me like legit my thumb cannot reach like a third of the phone mm-hmm. and that's tough and so when folding phones happened it was just like this is amazing because that means we can make it smaller but instead what the companies did was to make a bigger phone yeah. that folds into the actual form 
form factor that we had. In a way, though, didn't that make sense? Because phones themselves, I mean, you yourself have mm -hmm. an iPhone 11 there right now. By the way, that's going to answer the question, what is in your pocket now? Mm -hmm. uh, she has an iPhone 11 right there. And if yes. you take a look at any of the iPhones from before, they've just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I think they're trying to create the desire or the need for the biggest screen yes, possible. Yes, but it's also, remember, the iPhone, was it the 5S? C? The, no. Which one? The last small one, it was the 5. SE? It was a 5S. Okay. It was the last small one. I know well, so well, many the, people well, who stuck iPhone, to the, that, and the, then they released the SE. Oh, okay. Because they saw that there was a demand for that small phone. Yeah. Remember, once upon a time, it was Apple who was saying that we need a phone that fits in our palm. Mm -hmm. And that's when the other dude left. Oh, my gosh. The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. that was his thing. Like, it has to fit your hands. And then eventually the whole, I don't know, direction changed and they ended up with bigger and bigger phones. Yeah. But So you're talking about, I mean, the main competition would be the Galaxy Fold, obviously. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, what folding phones are out there? It's the Riol... Um, Royal FlexPi. FlexPi, which was the very first um, folding phone screen, mm -hmm. which... To be honest, a lot of us don't really think of because it was more of the we were first thing, but not necessarily a, this is a functional folding phone. Yeah. And then we have the Galaxy Fold and the Mate X, which, right? The Huawei Mate X. Which is funny. The Mate X finally started getting released in China, mm -hmm. and it comes with this very thick pouch to protect it. Um, and I, mean, I guess, and, and durability is something that I'll get into later with you. Um, but yeah, so those yeah. are the big, those are the yeah. tablets. And I mean, for sure, I just don't get why they all of a sudden ultra focused on tablets when if you think about it, what are tablets now? Like they all mostly died out mm -hmm. for a very specific case use, drawing stuff. And people who want to watch Korean novellas or their movies, you know. <laughs> it's very specific. It's, I mean, it is. And I don't know, probably law students. Because I only used an iPad when I was in law school and I had to read a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But mostly in the general population, you don't see a lot of tablets anymore. Mm -hmm. it, it's sort of um, an area that's dwindled down. Sure, there are a few, but it's not like the next big thing. So it's just funny to me that all of a sudden you're like, ooh, folding phones, folding screens, and then let's make tablets when like people are just like, ooh, tablets, not really my jam. You yeah, know? but it's, it's a communication. So the thing is, tablets were never communication devices uh, per se. Now you have a phone phone that just has a much bigger screen that rivals that of a tablet sure, size. Sure, if it works the way it should be, except now people are saying that, let's say, the Galaxy Fold isn't giving you enough screen time for the folded part, right? So then all of a sudden it becomes a tablet again. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of weird for me because, I mean, I'm sure there are different perspectives. But for someone with smaller hands who's always wanted smaller devices, this was a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. And I got girls tweeting at me saying, yeah, oh my gosh. I don't understand. Finally. Yeah. Like most of the people who were excited over the Moto Razor from the people I knew were girls. Mm -hmm. One, because they knew what that was. Yeah. And two, because Well, you they also got a lot of people agreeing with you online. I mean, our old, our good friend, <laughs> old friend, our good friend Fisher, yeah. um, Mr. Mobile himself was agreeing with your sentiment about, you know, it, now it is a full phone uh -huh. that becomes smaller. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I mean... Ladies and gentlemen, you do not know how small 
ladies' pockets are until you put on a form-fitting pair of denim jeans. They are not big. Like even that then, is uh, like though that's tiny. And even then, for even more of a visual effect, uh, denim shorts. Denim shorts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost non-existent here. Think about all those people in Coachella. Where where are their pockets? <laughs> like, have you ever wonder why? I mean, you've seen the memes, right? When you go to the club and you, they go like, "Girls have special powers because you see the fingers all tangled up with a drink, a phone, so many things, so many things like lipstick, the like clutch. let's say cigarettes, a clutch, and then the phone, yeah. all in one hand." Yeah, like. It's it's just it's just too much. So, um, do you have any worries about durability, though? I mean, I think that because you're you're flipping that screen up and down mm-hmm. a lot. And someone tried to say uh, on on my video over uh-huh. on my channel that like, why is everyone paying attention so hard? Like, why is there always like you start folding the phone and then you pause a little bit and then you finally close it? Just open it and close it. Just open it and close it. And it's like Motorola themselves are saying yeah. that if this thing breaks while you're using yeah. it for the first year, they will replace yes, it. Yes, they will replace it. So and I, that just makes me think that Moto knows that every day use people who used to treat their flip phones like straight like bricks yeah are probably going to have that same problem with this yeah no for you i mean as with any form factor right you have doubts and you have you know you have fears let's Mm. say fears um even with the candy bar phones what was our problem way before all these crazy pop-up cameras and folding phones happened like, this thing is flat. We still break the screens. Yeah. You know? It is what it is. You break it, you don't break it. But I'm not saying this is an excuse for durability. But, I mean... I mean, I'm, I'm just worried about flipping it up and my nail scratches uh-huh. something. Yeah, for sure. For sure. These are valid concerns. And until we actually get to use them in the wild, they won't be addressed. But then again, that's what we're here for. That's what our job is. And that's what happened to the fold. And that's what happened to the fold. Exactly. Yeah. I mean... As of now, it's actually a good thing that Motorola is saying that they will be replacing the phones if they break it, if it gets broken within the first year, because that shows that they have faith in their product. Mm-hmm. So there's one. So it sort of makes you feel better. Um, and you were also saying, like, the thing is, and this is how I felt when I first touched the fold. I was just like, this thing is going to break in my hands. But then you touch it and you're like, wow, this thing is solid. Yeah, and you'd be very surprised at how solid these things feel. You need to try, though. Mm-hmm. You need to try to be yeah careful. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell there are going to be so many people out there who like this is not the phone that you throw at the wall after you mm-hmm. talk to your boyfriend. I mean, it just isn't. You you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who had yes. flip phones back in the day who threw their flip <laughs> phones. the The battery flew out, yeah, and they had to no. pick up all the pieces. And <laughs> let's just put it this way. Um, it's the same thing with um pop cameras a lot of people have been saying that pop-up cameras are gonna break within this or that and this and that and i can't speak for the folding phones because i've not had enough time with them to say yes i completely trust these folding screens you Mm. know but my example is the pop-up cameras i've tried out way too many pop-out cameras and way like different phones different pop-up cameras shark's fin tiny ones big ones all of these things and sure, at first you meet it with skepticism, but like then eventually you realize, oh man, this thing works and it works well. Yeah, none, none of them have broken on none us. None of them have broken. I mean, so this is me. So I, you know me with my phone. You knew, like I, there's no special treatment. Like 
these phones, if they pass through my hands, go through rigorous ESA training, which well, is that, like that one in particular. Though I'm telling you, I mean, I've been like, be, I mean, uh, we need to put a screen on this, <laughs> <laughs> a screen protector. But, but I mean, it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, and that's why we're here to test them out. Yeah, it's just I'm not gonna hate on something before I actually get to try it. Of course, of know? course not. Uh, I'm not asking you to exactly. No, no, but I'm just saying like it's. There should always be a healthy skepticism when tech comes in. But at the same time, it should be in a space where you allow to give that new tech a chance. Well, give me space for that. Open up that skepticism and tell me specs and price. Mm. Now here's where. Okay, here is the problem. You went through the one part of the phone just now very extensively that people are going to love. Yes. Design, the way it looks, nostalgia, and all of that. Yes. Now peel off that POLED screen and start looking at the rest. So, well, first of all, it's like a Snapdragon 710, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Not even a 730. Not even a 730. And don't get me wrong, like I have reviewed um, the Reno 2, which has a 730G, and we tried out the Xiaomi Mi Note 10 with a 108 megapixel camera. That's a Snapdragon 730G. And the 730G, actually, for me, like that, that I had no problems with that processor. If it's if it's a cheaper processor and they want to make the phone cheaper, go for it. Yeah, sure. But so the my my main problem becomes like this is a Snapdragon 730G. Um Resolution-wise, it's not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure like they can look up the specific um, numbers as to the resolution, but it's it's not the best. You know what's funny, though? Um, okay, foldable uh, foldable plastic screen, not necessarily the best resolution. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and you're not going to be getting any refresh, high mm-hmm. refresh rates on this thing. But you know what? When I opened it up, and then I went landscape, yeah. and I just sort of pinched to make the video widescreen, yeah. I still liked it. It was yeah. it was cool so, to be able to do that. <laughs> the, that's actually like so. My thing is um, so okay. Let's let's. I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, enumerate the things that people are hating about this phone. The right. So they, it's a Snapdragon the things they wish for better. Yes. Uh, a se- the, the it's, a, it's a Snapdragon seven ten. Oh, sorry, seven ten. The screen resolution. The cameras are like a sixteen and a five. Is they that seem right? very, very normal. Yeah. So probably and then, below average at this point. Yeah, and then there's a two thousand plus plus milliamp hour battery, which in today's terms is like yeah. what the heck, right? Yeah. And so, okay, those things are not the best thing, right? Like that's enough to. Just make you double take. Like, what is going on here, right? Yeah. Do I want that? Well, then what's the triple take? But then the triple take is it's $1,500 and you're like, what the freaking heck, man? Mm -hmm. It's like, I I have no words because, okay, I am the exact demographic for this phone. Motorola, it seems like, is marketing this phone towards non-techies and I get that because, and I am a firm believer that the time is ripe for for phone brands to realize that everyone has a phone. Yeah. So are you, you are welcome to make phones that fit my demographic. And that's great for me. I'm happy and I love that because so long have I um, watched every single phone maker cater their devices to only those who 
want the best of the best. And sure, there's nothing wrong with that. I get that. But like, what it about usually, me? It usually doesn't. That doesn't usually translate to something that is like fashionable. Exactly. Yeah. Or and it's not even fashionable. But in the case of the razor, right? It's not even pink. There's, by the way, guys, there's no pink or orange. So that's mm-hmm. another thing. It's not even cute or anything, but it's like for uh, the function, the, the f- form factor yeah. wise, it works for me. Yeah. This is a phone that folds the right way for me that will fit my pockets. That's the right size when I unfold it. Um, it's very form forward. It's very form forward. Yeah. And actually, um, let me segue a little bit. Uh, they're actually championing for a lot of the features to be available when the phone is closed. Yeah. So you can do, and a lot of comments usually tend to go like, oh, but like, how will I do video calls or whatever? You can do video calls when the phone is closed. There are selfie features when the phone is closed. I'm not sure about the video calls part because full full apps don't run on that screen. Yeah, but it was, well, the thing is I saw it on the release. Okay, yeah. So it shows up on the release. So hopefully there's a way, I mean, there was no way for them to demo that for Mm -hmm. us is the thing. But there is still a 5 megapixel camera flipped up. You can use that for video calls still. So you can still do video calls. Let me just, let's just put that out. I remember there was a comment on my video asking that. Uh, whether or not you can use it on the 16 megapixel cover screen and camera. Yeah. Well, yeah. We haven't been able to test that. Yeah, but you can even like reply to emails and messages as the phone is closed. Even which, by the way, would do you think that that would fix the battery life issues if you're using the small screen most most of the time? I mean, okay. Here's the deal. I there are things that I don't like about the phone, namely the size. Uh, sorry, sorry. The price and probably the processor for that price coupled. Okay. The thing is, I've also been on like, I've also reviewed lower tier phones, which didn't really bug me at all because the price was right, but the processor was lower. So that was okay for me. Yeah. Like me personally, I've used mid tier phones with processors that were lower than the 710 and it didn't bother me but it also didn't bother me because they were in one thousand five hundred dollars yeah so that's the thing so my main issue here is that processor coupled with that price and i'm fully aware that this price is because of the folding screen but it still does not justify it for me yeah um the the battery thing it's a little justified for me because i mean and you told me this a lot when i tried to look for Specifically, when I try to look going, when I try to go looking for a tripod that's tiny but also stretches to my size. Oh yeah, you're trying. Like, yeah, you're yeah. trying to defy the laws of physics. Yes, this that's, phone that, folds. That is the phrase yeah. I use when she wants. Uh, she wants a. She wants a tripod that is when folded down is super small, but somehow when it's folded out, it's taller than her. Mm-hmm. You just you like that's. I mean, you've literally said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for real. Yeah, and so I want it. I know. I mean, you define the laws yeah. of physics, but it, it's the same thing with this phone, right? Like this phone literally folds into the size of the original razor. So if you want, so you can't expect a five thousand yeah. milliamp hour battery in there unless yeah. you want this thing to be as thick as that Sony Ericsson P nine hundred. Exactly. So I'm not so mad about that, but also before I went reviewing phones and before this was my jam, um, I was on iPhones. I carried around power banks. <laughs> you still do. You had to use I one. I still do. You had to use one so, earlier today. Yeah. So um, 
I mean, there there's a solution for that at the end of the day, right? Like that's something I'm willing to forego. Except I'm not for one thousand five hundred dollars. It always goes back to that. So price you really tag. wouldn't. So you're not. You're not. You're not going to go in on it be, just because you can't spend that that amount of money. I mean, so here's the deal. No matter how much I want it, if I don't have $1,500, I'm not going to get it, right? Okay. But I guess the hypothetical is what if you can afford it? Do you still want to for $1,500? I mean, sure. If I can afford it, I've probably thrown money at random things that I've oh, fair. felt. I would. Okay. So, okay. I can agree with you that. Um I think the main thing, the main takeaway that I had at that just awesome venue that they picked <laughs> with, the great, wa- with the great lighting in the event was, uh, um, what, you know, I, w- I was still happy to try out the phone. I was very happy with what I was seeing and they had a vision for what they wanted to create and they did it. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Um, and something that's radical is always going to be really headlining and it's going to yeah. be something that I enjoy. But I think my main takeaway was I would love to have this phone Right next to my Pixel. <laughs> so, uh, actually... Um, or right next to my iPhone. In my Razer video, I said that... So, if that's your um, ideal scenario, then mine would be, one, an Instagram boyfriend I'm always with. So, I'm not allowed to have one. <laughs> <laughs> and two, that Instagram boyfriend equipped with, I don't know, a Pixel or an iPhone yep. who can take my Instagram photos because my phone... So, I'm not, allow- not, I'm not allowed to have a Razer. To, yeah. <laughs> she'll, ha- mean, she'll have it, but I can't. But because because you know what between us that's three grand oh my gosh no <laughs> shoot that's so expensive yeah yeah no um i'm at a point in my life right now where i'm trying to be like a very good adult which means not dropping one thousand five hundred dollars on phones that i want when i have other phones to review you know mm-hmm. but i guess the main thing about this phone, I mean, I'm not going to buy it because, again, I'm not going to drop $1,500. But even then, you, you technically can't even because this phone's only on Verizon. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, it's an eSIM. This, it, what, what Motorola and Verizon basically did is create a very exclusive phone that only works in the U.S. Yeah, that that's a big... I mean, for, it's, for people who travel, that's a no-no, you know? Of course. It's a... I mean, you could, but then you're going to pay Verizon yeah, a no. crap ton of money. Yeah, so uh, that's the thing. Uh, a bunch of people were saying on my video that uh, that sucks for people who want to use it abroad. Yeah, you can't put a, you can't put definitely. a GSM SIM card in there. Yeah, but I mean, again, maybe it has to deal with the physics and the size, right? Well, I'm, it what is I'm what, it is. what I'm really hoping for is that even if it is a Verizon exclusive, uh-huh. if it's eSIM, I mean, technically, you if if it can take other eSIMs, you can put Fi on there. That's true. I mean, so the thing with this is. In spite and despite of all these qualms, right? It's still a phone I'm excited about. It's mm. still a phone I am jazzed that they released. Mm. And I guess for me, I'm waiting around and rooting for them. And I am all for their um, success. Yeah. Because I want... The version 2 and the version 3. I'm, I'm I, very, want, I want to see this phone happen. I need this to happen. I'm like, very excited for whatever comes after V1, for sure. Definitely. Like I, and like I said, V3 was mm-hmm. the one I remember the most. Mm-hmm. Or I, I, I like the most. Yeah, and I applaud, I applaud Motorola for actually going out on a limb and saying, you know, oh, we'll make it. Because, I mean, 
We know this. Version 1 phones, they're always expensive. There will always be issues. There will always be problems. But that is technology and innovation, right? Yeah. Like, it evolves into something better mm-hmm. based on time, based on use, based on what they learn. So, it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a very good start. We've seen worse starts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's true. I'm like, they've, they've hit a lot of the right notes already. Yeah. They really have. I mean, you can say what you want about this phone, but honestly, how many times do you get this good a phone on the first try, mm-hmm. right? Even the Fold had to do a do-over. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, uh, that was your discussion on the Moto Razor. Um, so, like I was saying at the beginning of the episode, these types of one-on-one discussions will happen whenever topics come up that we just really want to talk at length about. And we know that a lot of you out there listening to the podcast still enjoy these discussion episodes. Let's mm-hmm. call it that. But the podcast itself, the official weekly, is going to be a little bit different now. We're going to treat it more like a show, uh, not only recapping a little bit of the week's top news, but also giving some perspective on it. It will still be hosted by yours truly i will try my best to get some perspectives from people in the industry uh it just won't be long-form discussions those are going to be reserved for the audio podcast listeners uh and those are things that we're going to put up whenever we feel like it uh i won't say that that's going to happen every week or even every other week we're not too sure yet but you can look forward to a new version of the pocket now weekly podcast starting next week for now thank you so much for listening to this episode uh for this week uh, we had of course isa rodriguez you could find her on all social media at CISA said. Um, do you want to plug anything that you've yes, been up to? Yes, YouTube. That's youtube.com slash Issa does tech, which is where you can find my stuff. Um, it's mostly tech, but with a lifestyle twist from the perspective of a woman. So that might be something that's a little different, but I invite you all to come and watch. It's and all, honestly, it's all, yeah. honestly, it's all really fun. And if anything, <laughs> you're going to want to stick around uh, to her channel, not only for her perspectives, but also for the times when she uh, features those beautiful dogs of hers. That are oh <laughs> my gosh, people have been asking for the dogs more. It's, it's <laughs> getting out of hand. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and follow them. You can also follow me. I'm found everywhere at JV Tech Tea. You know me, I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. You're going to be seeing more tea over on my channel at youtube.com Joshua Vergara. And then from there, you can follow Pocket Now across all of the different social media platforms at Pocket Now. Head over to pocketnow.com for all the latest news and perspectives. Head over to youtube.com slash Pocket Now for the latest videos. And again, we're going to be starting up a new format for the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. It's going to be a show every week that you can find on YouTube and on your podcasting application alongside discussion podcasts that periodically release for your listening pleasure. Wow, I can't believe I got through all of that yeah. so cleanly. <laughs> Good but, job. But in any case, I'm going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to Pocket Now across all of those different platforms. And subscribe to the podcast because we have a lot of great stuff coming your way. From there, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one once again. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in our next episode.